I'm Princess Zelda. I'm Timmy Turner. I am Mac and Cheese. I am confused. And we're, we're the, the idiots of odds. And you're listening to Crazy Train of Thought on the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Oh, Fourteen teraflops. So I have my clone and my drone going out. Thanks for shitting out my dreams, Philip. What? 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 Did you say? What? No. But he's awesome. I would be okay with dinosaurs. I I like dinosaurs a lot. Wayne Rot Jacobs. You take 1,276 and a half game cubes, duct taped together. We're going off the rails on a crazy train. Of that. Check a look. Welcome everybody to Crazy Train of Thaw, brought to you by the Idiots of Odds. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Ryan Wolf. On today's episode, I have Austin Atchison. Austin's here. First time on the podcast, Austin. How you doing, man? Pretty good. You're glad to be here. You're related to Troy. We're cousins. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, it gets even better because we work together. Oh. He's, my, he's, he's my boss. <laughs> Shit. Oh, you better be really nice then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he threatens to kick me in the nuts all the time. Well, <laughs> you, do you deserve it? We're allowed to. Like, well, I I don't think I do. 90, I'm not 90% sure of the time. The workplace violence is okay even if you're related as long as it we're related they don't care i've i've, I've got the confirmation from hr <laughs> oh crap i suppose if you ask somebody that knew that knows then all right fine next uh philip philip's here yes welcome back philip thank i'm glad to be back it was a lot of fun yeah uh we're recording on a weird day today this is a friday and we usually record on a Tuesday, but I've been sick. Somebody had the flu. Yeah. Uh, viral bronchitis is what I think Rachel said ooh, that she had. Ooh, so ooh, I ooh. assume that's also what I had. Did you get an inhaler? No. No, I didn't go to the, a doctor because oh, it's not really my thing. In, in 2017, <laughs> in the beginning of the year, I basically felt like I was dying. Uh -huh. I go to the doctor. He's like, yeah, you know, you have pneumonia. <laughs> And bronchitis. Oh, shit. So I had like a thing of antibiotics, okay. a thing of some other medicine, I don't remember, an inhaler. So I took those and gone. Yeah. <laughs> My ex had came over and make like soup and stuff, and I would just sit there and be like, just veg out. Or <laughs> it sucked yeah that sounds like i was not in that bad of a way uh monday was a bad day i learned that fever dreams are a real thing ooh, ooh, i didn't ooh. know that that was even real i'd like you know taylor swift says it in that one song that's pretty good and um obviously i'd heard of it as a thing but i didn't know and like Monday for probably three hours, I was sitting on the couch upstairs and I would 
drift off into like this kind of sleepy stupor and I would be dreaming and it would feel like I was dreaming for maybe 30 minutes to an hour and I'd wake up and probably 45 seconds had passed. But it, it wasn't like it wasn't like I was rested or anything because I was having these really fucked up weird dreams and that lasted for about three hours. Were they all about Troy? Yeah. Yeah, they were all about Troy being my boss. It was horrific. <laughs> I will say, if you're ever sick like that again, especially bronchitis, at least go and get an inhaler. Okay. Because that made a huge difference. Really? You don't even realize like how little you can breathe. Right. And then you take it and it's just... <gasps> And you're like, I can breathe again. And then you kind of relax a bit because you don't realize how stressed up your whole body is. Just right. Like you don't even realize it until you're like, I feel weird. And you take it. And then you're like, that's what it is. I can't I breathe. breathe. Okay. <laughs> well, next time I get bronchitis, yeah. I will. I'll get the inhaler. Uh, we forgot Troy. Pokemaster Troy Osborne. Pokemaster Troy Osborne is here. Last but not least, buddy. Thanks for being on, Troy. Uh, we've got a shit ton of stuff to get to today, so we're actually going to jump right into it. Um, Troy, you're going to go to St. Louis to watch the uh, XFL team, the Battlehawks, play. Is that correct? You bought no. XFL no. tickets? No. What the fuck else is in St. Louis? Uh, Pokemon Go uh, Safari Zone. Oh, it's something even nerdier. Yes. <laughs> It's way, what? way what nerdier, I, mean, at I would first say. I was excited about Pokemon, but then he said Pokemon Go. Like, <laughs> totally ruined it. Not anymore. Just try it, man. Leave oh, it I again. played no, I played it when it first came out, and the first it's two so months- It's so much better, though. Well- Now. I, I mean, it, it itself might be better, but like it's kind of like it passed, because that first two months where you could go there, everybody's in the park, yeah, and you're yeah. just like, hey, what are you- Finding like, dead people and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. We found a lot of dead people. <laughs> I, do, I mean, that still happens. Yeah. It's just not as many people. <laughs> I do yeah, it just remember. doesn't get reported on. <laughs> Me and a friend, we it's went out. It's not novel like, anymore, finding dead people yeah. playing Pokemon Go. It's been on True. the news like 50 times now. Who knew? Yeah, they kept finding the bodies I was leaving, so <laughs> I had to stop. That's why you don't like Pokemon Go. Yeah. I, I did go around with my friend, though. This oh, It was like maybe midnight. One night, because he's like, hey, there's this Pokemon here at this park. So we went there, and he's like a security guard. So he has this massive taser nightstick flashlight thing. And it it looks like some kind of Batman catch. <laughs> We're just wandering around with this massive right. flashlight. And then uh, I can't remember what we found, but we, we were looking all over. And then it was in the sprinklers. <laughs> but we found this massive Pokemon. We're like, there it is. But I don't hmm. know what it was. Man, at night even. Yeah. Adventures. I've been pulled over a couple times playing Pokemon Go. On sick cell phones? Were you that guy we reported on a while ago? <laughs> um, no. Okay. I forgot to turn my lights on after I had started driving again, and the police officer's like, why are you driving without your lights on? I was like, I forgot. I was well, I wasn't po paying attention. Yeah, I, was, I was playing Pokemon Go. The wife had to pee. I had, was in a hurry. Tell me about this St. Louis trip, though. You've got uh, tickets to the tickets, Safari Zone. Yep, tickets to a, a Safari Zone in Saint, that's happening in St. Louis um, sometime next at the end of next month, I think. Okay. So you're um, going to see the, the big arch that's in St. Louis. Maybe. I'd, and I, I would assume so. Are you going to go to a Nelly concert? Maybe see the St. Lunatics while you're there? Nope. 
I, I'm on, literally man. going there to play Pokemon, and we're coming back that day. What? It will. It will be less than two weeks. It'll that's be an eight-hour drive. It'll be like four, two or three weeks after we have the baby. Oh, good. So good idea. The baby is staying home, and my wife is like, I can't be, be a whole night without the baby. But she's the one that bought the tickets, All so right. we are going there. And on the way home, she said, if I absolutely positively can't make it, we will stop. Oh, my God. Wait, so what <laughs> time? So, legit, how long does it take you to get there? I think it's six to eight hours, somewhere in there. Okay, that was my guess. Yeah. Um, how long are you going to be there? All day. Okay, so it starts at what? Probably like 10, 10. 9, nine ten. Okay. And so are you go- leaving at like two in the morning? Probably. You are crazy. Dude. You're not going to make it. You're for sure not going to make it. I won't is make it, it home. Is it just you and your wife going or do you have like a whole Me, crew my wife, plan? and Emmett. And oh, you're, and your son. Yes. <laughs> who can't drive. <laughs> yep, He's dope, four. Dope. <laughs> just, just three. Um, hey, it's never too early to get him started. That's true. <laughs> Uh, you can train on Forza. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the cruise control. You just steer, okay, yep, buddy? Yep. Hey, I Daddy's have, gonna uh, take a little nap. Nap. I have one of those uh, plastic things that goes over your controller, makes turns it into a steering wheel. Oh yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Like he plays s- Mario Kart, right? He's not very uh, badly. With, with <laughs> never mind. With, never mind. <laughs> with all the assists on. Where it oh. just kind of keeps you on the track. Yeah, that's that's how he. Well, plays. if you drive my car, he's got the lane assist. Yeah. He knows he can. Get it back into place if it starts beeping at him. Someone just want to let me borrow their Tesla? <laughs> I heard that that uh, automated drive thing is going great. So, <laughs> how are you going to contend <laughs> with the coronavirus while you're there? Um, I'm driving, so I'm not going to fly. And well, it's I, not just on planes. Well, like. it's, it's coming on planes from China. I mean, unless they came on a ship. All he has to do but is it's in drink yingling instead. So I'm sure, yeah, just drink yingling, that'll fucking kill that <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's in other major U.S. cities, but it's definitely been in Chicago. I don't know. Just I, what I is that your trip? Whatever the fuck. California. I'm going. So, but it was only in California suck it, so far. Corona. I heard Chicago, but I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I misread Chicago. I know um, one of the people mm-hmm. at work saw a article and printed it off. And hung it on the thing, thinking it was news, and it says 300 people in Michigan have um, asked to self-quarantine uh, quarantine themselves because of be- being scared of the coronavirus. Okay. And what they took that as is there's 300 people in Michigan that have the coronavirus. Oh, my God. I was like, nope. n- I, not, I literally explained it to Dave today. <laughs> I was like, you know, that means that they're just scared of it, right? I oh. mean, it would make sense for Michigan. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, we're both from Michigan. We're all three from Michigan, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born uh, and raised. Damn. He, he, was, <laughs> he, lived, he lived three houses down from me. You're in the minority, <laughs> Phil. I would apologize, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You have the uh, Zelda tattoo. You're good. Yeah. And I'm I've I'm from like four states, so oh. I don't have anything. Wow, to say. you were born in the four corners, or no? Right? I was Different born in Pennsylvania. I lived there for two <laughs> years, cyborg. then went to Indiana, then went to Tennessee. I've been all around the place, so I mean, been everywhere, man. Yeah, I was. I I guess technically all of us were probably born in Elkhart. Oh, uh-uh. my bad. In no. Indiana, I was not. Nope. No, born in Michigan. Oh wow, well. yeah. I was born in up, up in the UP. 
Oh, yeah. So you're yeah, now you're... in the minority. Shit. Uh, I've been playing some Resident Evil 2. That game is amazing. The remake or the old one? The remake. So I've never played the original because um, I never had a PlayStation and it never came to any Xbox platforms. So I bought it because it got really good reviews from a bunch of different sources uh, at the end of last year. And I've never gotten into a Resident Evil game. And I am pretty familiar with the story just having been... Uh, you know, into gaming culture for a long time. I, I know what the story of Resident Evil 2 is. And I understand that there is two different paths for this game. So you can play mm-hmm. as Claire Redfield, who is looking for her brother, or Leon Kennedy. And uh, I chose Claire's path first. I'm not sure if I should have done that. I would um, say, like, that's apparently the correct way. I mean, the thing is, with this remake, they made it less like really specific because mm-hmm. in the original it was like 100 it's claire and then leon mm-hmm. and it made huge differences where in this one the differences are really minor and almost don't even matter okay so really whoever you do it it's fairly because i've played i played leon once again because i had to get through it in a certain amount of time to unlock the unlimited ammo gun and i'm like i don't know claire's enough so I did right. that right did his played claire's and then i think i did leon's again under b I can't remember. I've played it through a couple of times. Okay. But not much of a difference. There was some parts, and I'd say play A and A. Okay. Don't go A right. and then B, because it's kind of confusing to mm-hmm. be jump ahead. It's And I enjoyed it much more playing, because it's still really fun to play through more than once. And there's right. enough differences to where then you kind of understand where they're at a bit more in B. Because okay. I first did Leon, and then I went to Claire B, and I'm like, I am so lost. Right. So I went back and cl- uh, played Claire A, and I'm like, okay, this I like this. How uh, how long do you think your playthroughs took you? My first one, because I did no advice, no hints, no rushing. Oh, my first one, because I was in the police place for maybe 15 hours, and then yeah. I went to the next place, because I wasn't rushing. I was right. having so much fun. So my first one was probably somewhere between 20 to 30 hours, Okay, because I just was trying to have fun and find all the stuff. And then I did Leon's again to get the pistol. I did that in three hours. I was like right under the, the, the market. I'm like, I did it! Nice. Ah! nice. And I got the gun. And then Claire's, I think, was five or six Okay. Because you kind of just, because the first time you play through, it takes a really long time. Well, that, yeah, then, I'm, I'm coming to it pretty green, right? Yeah. So, like, having not really done any yeah. sort of Resident Evil games, even 4, I never even played 4. Yeah. And I know that was a lot of people's jumping on point um, and kind of the beginning of the behind-the-back camera, yeah. shoulder, shoulder view camera and stuff like that. And I don't hate the way it plays, but it's... Like, going from a first-person shooter, or sorry, a third-person shooter like Control, where I am fucking zipping all over yeah. the map, I'm flying for most of the parts, and I'm, I've got all these different powers, and it plays really fast, and then going to Resident Evil and being like, oh, damn, I am so vulnerable as a character in this world that, like, she doesn't move very fast, even when she's sprinting, it's a, it's a jog. And that's like, like move, come on, yeah. let's go. Yeah, that's We're kind of chased here. That's pretty much how it's set up, which I enjoy because you get because it's not 
Some of the things I don't like about the horror aspect in some horror games is where you're completely helpless. I'm like, that's not fun. You're just being scared to be scared. Yeah. I can't even do those games like Amnesia and- Sure. Yeah. Oh, whatever the one when you go in. Outlast. Yep. Yeah. I like almost shit my pants. Yeah. I got to the first thing. I'm like, I'm done. I cannot play this. But I went into Resident Evil 2. It scares me just enough, but I- feel like you can do something yeah so it's fun people had compared you know. it to dead space which is a game oh, i yes. really really love i could agree on um, that dead space for sure best in that type of thing yeah to where yeah probably it will scare the crap out of you but you can really do something so it's fun of like i have a chance and it's almost scarier because it's like i have to fight these things because i have a chance yeah I'll, i'm um, ga- i'm glad you've played it phil because yes. I have a problem with Resident Evil 2 okay. in that I am doing a lot of exploring, like you said, and so far what I have, like that first area, the the police station, yeah. it's basically a puzzle game with zombies. Yes. Like, retraversing the areas yeah. and unlocking places because you found a new part like a set of keys or a valve to turn off this steam pipe thing. And there's a handful of other parts that you come across that allow you access to different parts of the map that you couldn't do before. But the thing that I'm running into is, okay, I have explored mostly those areas and now I'm getting to the point where I'm accessing the smaller portions that I couldn't get to before. But because I've already explored those areas, I've already scoured for ammo, and now I'm out of fucking ammo. Ooh. And I've already scoured them because I've already been there, but they don't, they are like, they are still introducing people for me to fight in those areas where I've already been, but not giving me more ammo retraversing them. So I don't know what to do now, and I died. Uh, I died from the, I don't know what the enemy type is called, but it's the first time you see the thing that can climb on the walls mm. and it has a long tongue. Liquors. Like, lick, yes, I the hate liquors. those. They, so, they did a good job at making those things creepy as shit. Yeah, they're game. super <laughs> creepy. God. And the game looks amazing. It's oh my fucking gosh. beautiful. The engine they made is it's, ridiculous. It's crazy. It's a good um, looking game. But like, I'm, I, get, I guess maybe I'm at the point where I need some advice. You're, I'm trying to think, because, like, you really can't play it like a run and gun. You really have to be careful on headshots. And then I guess I didn't have that much trouble because I played the demo. So I kind of, some of it is you have to find specific windows to block so they can't keep coming in. That'll stop them from respawning because right. that's how they come in okay um I've zombies definitely blocked some windows yeah. but i don't know yeah. which yeah. fuck there's a window you can I guess actually block you that. can look like, at your map i have and it'll at actually like show times. this window is open and then if you block it it'll oh, like put a thing okay on. okay um i didn't necessarily see that part i think the ammo is finite I'm not 100% sure. I'm fairly certain it's somewhat finite, but it definitely tend, seems finite. Um, I know that I had, I'm trying to think, because I don't think I got too caught because I was like really trying to be conservative. You've got to go for headshots. And if you can just run. Yeah. Avoid the little zombies as much as you can. The bigger enemies like the liquors and stuff, they don't respawn. There's a certain okay. amount of them. Okay. So you you like I'd save shotgun and all that stuff, get them, kill them, 
be done. They're the worst ones to leave alive. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I pretty much just, you, you really take it super slow and just try to go for headshots. And then I'm trying to remember what all I did. Cause I don't think I ran out of ammo. I, well, I've only have the pistol and I'm okay. out of pistol ammo. So that's okay. kind of where I'm at. Like I have trying... some machine gun ammo and I have some shotgun shells. I'm trying to remember uh, how you get like, the shotgun. Cause you get. It's in the armory. Yeah. And I have to find the, key the keys. The keys to unlock the, the. Okay. I think I remember where the key card is. Okay. It's on the second level. You go through a door. Um, and there's like a TV and then there's a safe under a desk. I don't know how to unlock the safes. I've yeah, seen those several actually, safes, um, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm gonna kick it. Those were the they one, didn't that open. that was the one thing I cheated on. Because <laughs> um, I found because like you you find the codes. Oh, you okay, find them as okay. like film or written somewhere. Oh, one right. cool thing I did do because I know how to break them is they have the three. There's like the lockers, and it's yep. just three codes. That I just brute force my way through, where I. Pick the first, like, reset yep. the whole thing, yep. and then just brute force my you way just through go it. one, and then click. Yep. And click. Yeah. And click. I actually, because I'm like, I know how to break into these. So I did it, and then it worked, and I was like, yeah. Ah. Yeah, because you get unlimited tries on that, so mm -hmm. that's all I did was just reset Basically it Basically take about 30 minutes until you- Yeah. 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 Um, so I did that, which it's good that you did that. Yep. Um, not the safe. It's not the safe. But when you go up on the second level, so if you enter into the place- like you're entering into mm -hmm. the thing. So you see stairs going up, statue. Yep. There's left side, right side. It's right side, second level. You go through that door. And then in that room, it's like a receptionist. Mm -hmm. There's another door. And then right across, that's a little hall. And then there's another door. I don't know if you need a key. You should probably have it by now. Okay. I can't remember if it's hard or diamond or whatever, but right. you should have it by now. Okay. In that room. Yeah, I've got the spade key uh, and I've gotten to the point where i've utilized the spade key as much as i can and it says to get it out of my inventory that is so, one thing i love that they did that's nice yes. yeah that it tells they you didn't that have you don't that in need the original. it anymore yeah so it would be like terrifying to know but yeah that that's a great thing they did but yeah that's where you go you go up there and then in that room there's a statue which is a puzzle you can mm -hmm. do that and get some stuff but then in there is that key card okay so what is your favorite thing about it so far my favorite thing um, it plays well. It really reminds me of four, but gives the tension and very slow movement of the original. Mm -hmm. There was a ton of passion in this one because everybody was like, Capcom, what the hell are you doing? You guys are ruining everything. You're like, okay, we're going to do seven. We're going to do two. We're going to do Devil May Cry and it's going to be amazing. And they're like, we're going to make sure that it's good for the consumers. Yeah. And it really was like... I'm like, man, I wish I got the collector's edition to to support this, but I played it a bunch. And then because I didn't have time due to work and all this other stuff and I was going to play other games, they had a $5 little thing that gives you the unlockables. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to try these things out. I don't have the time to get them. And I feel okay with how good this game is to buy this and like support them. I and then love, I get the stuff. I love that you justified your microtransactions yeah. to everybody just now. <laughs> Because, like, you don't need it, yeah. but right. it takes a substantial amount of time, and I'm like, I feel okay because I like this game, I want to support it, and I literally can't do it any other way. I don't have the time because mm -hmm. you have to 
because they give you all the unlockables so you get the rocket and i'm like i just want to experience these things and you yeah know, so and five dollars i'm like that's not even bad it's no. not 20 right not but as bad as gears of war the um mr x for sure mm-hmm. absolutely sk- terrifying even even when you get to points to win like you can fuck with him mm-hmm He's still scary because you don't know where he is. There was one time I'm like, I'm going to get you and I'm waiting for him. And then he's right here. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And I jump out of my chair. I pause it and I'm like, fuck you. I thought I knew where you were. (laughs) So I'm not excited for three. Uh, Yeah, that's coming out in April. And that's why I started playing through it. Because I was like, here we go. I... You know, if I'm going to get into Resident Evil, this is probably going to be the one to do it. Yeah. Um. And I'll probably stick with a a little bit more and see if I can maybe load a previous save. Like, I don't know, being out of ammo, it's really tough to try and traverse the world. If you can get to the shotgun, you'll definitely be a little easier. And then just be more careful about the zombies. Mm -hmm. Try to focus on the big ones. Go past them if you can. Okay. Would be the best advice. And then if you do need to load back, go back. And then if you need to and you're really struggling... Just look up some tutorials. Yeah. You get a couple hints. It's 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 better than not playing. That's true. Yeah. Because once you get past the police station, it still has the puzzle aspect and kind of the back and forth, but it's way more straightforward. Okay. Because everything is kind of a progression and you have small micro areas with small micro puzzles. Okay. Whereas the police station, the police station is almost half the game. All right. So it's really, that's why, like, once you know what to do, you can get through the police station in like an hour. Right. And then everything else is pretty, pretty straightforward. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your praise of it, man, because I was like, for real, I was about ready to shit all over it. But it seems like I'm maybe my my struggles are caused by me. Yeah. In this Ryan sucks yeah. at video games. I do. No, it's know. just like, it's very, because they give you, like, the ability to fight, but yeah. you have to be really careful about it because you will screw yourself over. <laughs> and if you think, oh, I'm just going to gung-ho through this, nah. Nah. Not happening. That was, a, that was the first thing when I'm like, I got to change everything. I killed enemies. I'm like... They don't drop no bullets. Yeah, no, they don't they drop sure, no bullets. They okay. sure don't. Um, um, Shouldn't um, have um. killed that motherfucker. Didn't have to. I think there is a mode or like another character because like there's so many unlockables. It's insane. Even in just the normal one, because mm-hmm. like you unlock this character, you unlock the second playthrough, you unlock a third character, and then you unlock the joke character where okay. you get to play as a block of tofu. Nice. And then there's like <laughs> really six stupid. versions of them to yeah. where they each have their own different loadout. But I think one of the characters you play as, who's a fan favorite, but I won't say who it is in case okay. you know you get there. Sure. But I think that person's playthrough is styled differently because it's like leading up to the events. And that one is more like what you get is what you have. And when you kill enemies, I think they do drop ammo because that okay. one's playing a little differently. Gotcha. Okay. And then with three, I'm excited, but I'm way more scared because Mr. X is a pain, mm-hmm. but you deal with him for a small amount of time. And you're like, I'm okay. Whereas Nemesis is the entire game. He never stops chasing you. And- Stars. Did you play three? 
No. No. <laughs> I played a little bit. I played a lot of one and then I messed something up because I'm like, I want to get through this. I've never fully beaten it. Right. And I'm like, I played the DS version. I played the original PlayStation version and then I was playing through the remaster. Okay. And I'm following a tutorial because I'm like, I want to get through this. I want to beat it because I never have. Yeah. And they didn't tell me you have to rush to do this one thing. Otherwise, this character dies and you are fucked. And I'm like... You couldn't have said this. Like, I ran and I took like 10 minutes too long. Yeah. Because I didn't know. Yeah. I was like trying. I'm like, oh, I can get this and then do this little puzzle. I shouldn't have done the other little puzzle. Right. And I get back. I'm like, what? 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 He's dead? What? No. And then I'm like, okay, I'd have to start over. So, no, I'm done. Fuck it. And then. That sucks. So, I, I didn't play three. I played a good chunk of two, but this was, gosh, when I was maybe six. 16 or 17 right, so i was right. not so good at ago. at uh those puzzle ones and i yeah. just got lost because it's way harder to navigate mm-hmm. in the ps1 one when it all looks the same right right yeah but, yeah so i did start with four i played five played a little bit of six but barely anything can't play seven because the first person horror ones i can't get through them so i'm like i love what you did but i'm not gonna play it the demo scared me enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then once they announced two, I'm like, yes, I love Leon. He's my favorite character. This is going to be great. And then it was so good. So, yeah, I'm very happy with what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool what Capcom's doing. And you are correct. They have spent a long time kind of fucking things up. Um, so it's good to see him coming back. I mean, Monster Hunter's yeah. a huge hit. Yeah, that and- was fun. I think... The creator of Devil May Cry might have had something to do. I know there was somebody who like kind of was like, hey, guys, what if we weren't assholes? Right. right. <laughs> and then it's certainly working. Cause, well, and, and even yeah. to do like go back and do Devil May Cry 5 yeah. after having rebooted it and successfully rebooted it with Ninja Theory when they did DMC. Yeah. Like that's it's that's sold well, but choice. fan right. hated it. Yeah. And then, yeah, they and. It's so pretty. Devil May Cry, like, isn't really my style, mm-hmm. but I do really love what they did with the game. The style is so great. And I just watched the story because I kind of wanted to learn what happened. Yeah. And I love them bringing back the old people, like getting Ruben Langdon in again as Dante was great. Mm-hmm. His character is just like kind of like a Deadpool almost. Mm-hmm. That's good. And uh, <laughs> yeah, is so great. And it also has one of the best fuck yous in a game ever. Because, like, in one of the boss fights, you just, like, explode in a power move, and you're just like, fuck you! <laughs> and it's great. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, well, you guys, Austin and Phil, we brought you in today to discuss Borderlands. Borderlands. So. I'm guessing three. Yeah. <laughs> I played two today. I mean, we can talk two about good. it. Two is good. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know where to start with it. Um, you have the floor, gentlemen. All right. So with Borderlands 3, a very basic synopsis would be that everything about the game should make it be terrible, except the gameplay is so good. Okay. The story is the worst it's ever been. The villains are really, really weak, and they had a chance to do something really good with uh, Troy and Tyrene. If they made them different. Okay. But they are the exact same type of asshole. And are, are those the villains? They are the villains. Okay. They're twins. Okay. And if they had done something to where one of them was slightly different, which there's obviously minute differences, but they're basically the same breed of asshole. And they're just, hey, we're these superstars. They're trying to be like Jack, which 
they shouldn't have done. Like one of them should have been Jack just yes, handsome Jack from Borderlands. From Borderlands yeah. too, yes. If I say Jack in terming of Borderlands, I should further mean handsome Jack. Uh, well, which he was great, basically through improvisation. His actor. I don't know how much, but for most reports, most of his stuff was improvised. That's pretty cool. And I mean, I met him and it doesn't surprise me. He has a message from my dad and it's freaking so funny. Um, they could have been better because like, yeah, they're just really weak. The story is so tiny and short because we played the first, we played it through first, me and my wife. That's who I was going uh, through it with. She didn't know anything before. And she was, the funny thing is she got more emotionally tied to the small characters than the ones who constantly die. And they're like, hey, love these characters. And then we don't. Right. But the villains were the weakest part. The boss fights are all the same. Like, almost, there's one boss fight that I like where you fight this giant monster and it it's like this huge tree thing. Graveward? Everything. Huh? Graveward? I think so. It's right before a vault and he's just this big tree. Yeah, Graveward. Yeah. But so many of the boss fights are just damage, 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 and then they have this invincibility phase, and then damage, 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 invincibility phase, damage, 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 invincibility phase, and I'm like, stop with the fucking invincibility, right. and that's that's just it for every single one. They do almost the exact same thing, and you know, again, that's just like I said. There's so many things about the game that should make it terrible, but the gameplay itself is so fun. Just going through the gameplay really brings it to the forefront. But going back, yeah, the villains are weak. If if one of them was a little bit more different, you could have gotten the diversity, a more serious character to ground them just a hair, right? Because there's certain things that make you want to be sympathetic towards them, but they are just so far gone in terms of being assholes that I'm like, I don't like you. You're not good characters. The story is also really weak. Um, um, is, are the characters something that has been uh, a thing that you've liked about Borderlands in the past? Handsome Jack. Yeah. Like, I want to say the, the, the way this works is it, it, it's um, the story is almost just as bad as Borderlands 1's story, but the story in Borderlands 1 didn't matter. You weren't in it for the story. You just wanted the cool world, the cool guns, and it was just fun. So you didn't care about the story. So it sucking didn't really matter because the characters were so great and everything else was fun. Okay. Whereas this game is like, you have to care about the story. We wrote it. <laughs> care about the we story. We wrote it. <laughs> and you just don't because, I mean, it really felt so tiny and like nothing happened. But in two, the story is massive. Everything kind of seems to go along with it. And then Handsome Jack is everywhere, popping in and out. Every time you talk to me, like, yes, I want to hear what snarky. How does he insult me this time? Right. I want to hear it. Whereas the Clipsos are like, hey, fuckers, what's up? Oh, and it's like, good one. I'm not entertained. There was one time. That they liked what they did. And we had the subtitles off because it would mess with the cutscenes if you have them on. Okay. And there's a moment when you go into a train station and they are faking the announcements in the train station. And it's just ever so slightly off. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not right. And then they basically just call you butts and start laughing. That was the one part I liked. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, that that was funny. And yeah. then everything else is kind of just eh. Like the humor um, just doesn't land. Yeah, the humor yeah. does not land. Maybe ten percent of the time, it's funny. Wow. It, I, yeah, I go as far as saying like five percent. I okay, even better because it really seems like their team was almost halved 
it really felt like such a smaller team, which, I mean, a lot of people left. Some people don't like Randy Pitchford. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, he's kind of a controversial figure, just in general. Controversial. I mean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got it. Um, yeah, and um, the other thing is, like, when it comes to characters, there's a lot of them that aren't in it. There's some of them that have died that were way more charismatic. Yeah. I also don't like that they gave you zero explanation for what happened with the Telltale stuff. Like, I didn't play it because I just didn't. Yeah. My dad wouldn't play. He loves Borderlands and has been in it. So he's going to go into three and be like, what happened? Because I told him this character died. He's like, what? When? I'm like, in this. He's like, that's stupid. Then it's a good death. But like, I was like. Just something. Just a little explanation for what happened. Nothing. Didn't they put out something for Borderlands 2 right before yeah, 3 there's that helped some kind bridge of, that gap? I think it bridges some of the story, but it still doesn't. I mean, I'd have to play it and ask me. I didn't play it because okay. it wasn't really That doing DLC it, but... pretty much kind of bridges the in-between between what's happening in Borderlands, what starts with Borderlands 3 and the end of Borderlands 2. Okay. Kind of... Uh, the Crimson Raiders coming together and regrouping after this big attack and, you know, okay. losing their friend. Okay. Uh, it's just them trying to come back to be themselves again and other shit hits the fan. And Did it okay. actually explain any of the Tailstale stuff? Absolutely not. Let's see. That's a problem. <laughs> now... The other thing that has a slight issue, at least in the beginning, and is still an issue prevalent, like, the entire cast of the uh, of the game is almost just women. Okay. And it was weird, because I'm like, it's not like I don't like women characters, but the women characters, other than one, well, okay, a couple that are actually, there's a couple in the game that are really cool, but they don't show up much and one of them dies. And it's like, oh, great, I really wanted to know more about you, and then you die. Thanks. People like um, Tiny Tina, right? She's in it for five minutes. Oh, okay. Well, and I'm like, why? She needs so you DLC. get yes. So like almost the entire cast and everybody running thing is just women. And the cool thing with Borderlands is it's been a huge diverse cast. You got the guys, girls, all these crazy characters. Yeah. And there's one of my favorite characters, Doctor Zed, is not in the game. I don't know why. Huh. And he's such a charismatic, goofy doctor, dude. Hey, my name is Doctor Zed, and I'm gonna gut you to pieces but i'm a real doctor <laughs> basically and that's what he did i'm and then again missing one of the other characters who died and most of the male characters are just idiots and it's like okay are you just trying to push a little feminist message i don't mind female characters but you're giving us really bad ones and it's like like this one she's so annoying like they bring in a new character ava who you're supposed to love okay. and she is the most annoying piece of shit ever Everyone hates her and she is given everything, like literally everything. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? This is also the worst aspect of the story. This is also another reason the story is terrible. You are not involved in the story at all. Whereas in the first game and the second game, it almost takes place in gameplay. Right. The story right. takes place in cutscenes yeah. that you get to watch as everyone's dying and just shit is getting fucked. And I'm like, I just killed all of these people. Why can't I stop anything? Why am I not involved in these cutscenes? That's weird. That's it a is. weird choice to like, make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and it, it's, it's me and my wife were both like, why can't we do anything? We said that multiple times. It's like, oh, you're right here watching it. And I'm like, 
I have a shoot gun. Them. Right, right. We have guns, powers, and then it's like, you take care of everything. You fight everybody. You kill everything, and then everyone else gets the credit. And it's like, what the fuck? Even Lilith is built up as this god and like, oh, you did this. You did that. And it's like, no, I did that in Borderlands 2. <laughs> Why? But so stories awful. The characters are pretty bad. There's some fun ones here and there, but most of it's terrible. So the other thing is locations. They have a lot of planets. Now, the problem with the planets is they are built like the biomes in Borderlands 1 and 2. Borderlands felt massive because it's one planet that you go all these crazy places on. Whereas now, every crazy place you went is a different planet. So the game feels tiny when you go to like 10 places. So we just played the DLC, which is playing at a casino. And it's like this big. It's, it's, it's like, you know, if a planet is a, is this, this, it's like tiny in comparison. And it is bigger than a couple of the planets that you go to. Like the area you go to is much larger. And I'm like, weird. Why? And obviously it's because they can't just make these massive planets, but it's like, right. You're going to explore the galaxy and, oh. And but it ends up not it, mattering it, it at all. And it so feels so small. small because you basically get the same space as you have in Borderlands 2, but it's like eight planets or however many it is. I don't remember. Also, one of them I absolutely hate, which it's Eden 6. It's a swamp planet. That is the only one I've seen gameplay of because oh, that's the one that they sucks. were talking about. I hate it so much because yeah. it's just twisty, windy. Everything looks the same. It's muddy. It's gross. And you just have to listen to Wayne Wright Jacobs as he just goes on and on about his father and his boyfriend and his guns. I hate him. Got it. Two spot yeah. on impersonations, by the way. I know. <laughs> that was the one thing I was saying, because when we played it the second time, I was just done, because we just want to get through it so we can go to the other stuff and have fun, because again, the gameplay is so much fun. Right. So I just get to the point to when I'm frustrated with everybody, all the missions, the characters, and if I just say the most crazy thing that comes to my mind that's usually very offensive, my wife will laugh and be like, what is wrong with you? And so I'll just be playing and go, Wayne Wright, my boyfriend, uh, and I just say crazy, crazy things, usually things that I can't say on here. I would say them, but you don't want to edit, so I won't say them Thanks. this time. Um, but I had a spiel. Yeah. And... I basically said this once and she, we had to stop because we were laughing <laughs> and because it was after a mission. We were about to go to bed and I'm like, I'm so done with these stories. And right. then he wouldn't stop talking. And so I just went on a tangent as Wayne Wright Jacobs and saying <laughs> stupid things. And I, we're all laughing. I got to ask. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about uh, the whole segment where you're looking for their vault key piece? In the uh, gunpowder room. In the gunpowder room? Um, Just all that time of listening to... Oh, right. gosh. It, it was... There, there's some moments that are funny and some that aren't. It's kind of back and forth. I didn't really like it. Most of it was kind of... And it's like... They keep giving cool things to other characters that aren't us. And we just get to sit here and go... <laughs> Is that supposed to be funny? It felt, like, <laughs> it felt like a lot of it was just dialogue to progress the story yeah. that you're just sat there. Yeah. Uh, As in the cutscenes. Yeah, pretty much. I will say, 
again, there's there's small segments here and there that I like, like the ship going through the ship, and you meet um, Ice T. Oh, that and was so. I didn't realize like, this is the funny thing when we when we were playing it. I'm like, there's no way that's Ice T. This is way too good because he's kind of a hammy actor. Yeah, I thought it was someone who was acting really well doing an Ice T impression. <laughs> But it actually was him. And I'm like, geez, that dude actually, it is so, that might be the best part of the game. Because it is so funny. He's a little robot. So he's like a little robot teddy bear. Okay. And he's just iced tea through and through. (laughs) That's pretty Um, good. So let me see. I want to make sure that I get through stuff right. Uh, What about you, Austin? Um, Phil... Philip tends to be able to fill time. Yeah, and that's nice. good. No, you did a really good job. Uh, hey, I'm not arguing. But let's <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to talk about Absolutely. when it comes to it. Yeah. Uh, As a whole, I've been a fan of Borderlands since Borderlands 1 came out. Okay. And the uh, the story in Borderlands 1, like Phil said, it the story was almost not there. But just because of how good of a game it was, it just pulled you back every mm-hmm. time. Borderlands 2, they really ramped up the story, ramped up the size, and made a really good game. And Borderlands 3, like you said, you know, we've got all these massive areas to explore, but they're all on separate planets, and that just makes the game feel so small that I kind of regret buying it. Damn! I will say one thing that was interesting with that, that kind of in the end is okay, but in Borderlands 1, it's super easy to replay because the story doesn't matter. So you're just playing, playing, playing. That was the one I played through a bunch of times, couple characters. Same thing with the DLCs. They're super fun. I will say the best, probably the second best character because Handsome Jack's the best. But in the first game, they had a character that was General Knox and it was in a DLC and he was basically. If, um, oh, I had such a good explanation for it. I wish I could remember because he's just this kind of sarcastic, like, I'm done with this stupid day job. And I had had to explain it to Amy. And it was basically, I'm like, imagine if this actor was playing Eeyore and that is General (laughs) Knox. And I wish I could remember what it was because it was such a good, it'll probably come to me later. Yeah, absolutely. But. He's second best character. He was the best until Handsome Jack comes because he's yeah. just done with everything. He's kind of an asshole, but he you love him. Yeah. And it had a really fun ending. And that was when it was a massive expansion. It was like, this is what DLC needs to be. Mm-hmm. They raised the level cap, had this uh, huge vault and stuff. Then, um, And that was super easy to go through. Borderlands 2, I didn't play any of the DLCs. Because after playing through the game, it really felt complete. To go through it once and be like, man, that was so good. So I didn't play it again because I was like, I'm good. The third one, however, the story is like so bad. Right. Like getting through it's easy. But the DLCs are so much better because <laughs> it really seems like their team is like, we got to write an entire game, but we have half our crew. Crap. But if you give them four hours of story. It's really good. Like the the DLC is so much better than the game. It's not even funny. Like the story's way better. It's so much funnier. Just everything about it. Better, 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 better. So the future, I think, is these DLCs is good because they can really focus on this tiny thing that's 
one place because it's the DLC. It's one whole place. So they get to get everybody to make that one place. Well, do you think, well, I've, I've got some news that they're putting out some new DLC. Yep. I watched the trailer. I'm intrigued. Borderlands. They yeah. just announced it at PAX East. Yep. That's what um, I was excited for. I'm like, honey, Thursday, Thursday, they're going to tell us. And she's like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and then and- when it was announced... And so it's getting Cthulhu themed yep. expansion in March. Uh, so it'll be like a Lovecraftian kind of thing, which I'm pretty into. Most of the time, I like a lot of like cosmic horror and Lovecraft stuff. Um, what do you guys, you guys watch the trailer for this? I'm guessing. I did. I did yes. too. What do you guys think? I can't wait, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just one of those things that in Borderlands 2, they really went out of their way to try to make a connection to Hammerlock. Okay. And I know you said you didn't play any of the DLCs. I did. And in one of the DLCs, you really make a good connection with Hammerlock and actually get to know him as a character. And I'm really interested to see how this plays out. I will say I liked him, even though I didn't play the DLCs. I got a pretty good connection with him because I did his side missions and I really liked his character more in two. I don't like it as much as three. His character felt a little bit more like not a stereotype or but kind of like some of their characters. Again, I think it's just because they had less writers, but they wrote them more like these are characters, not this is this character. He felt more like they were not necessarily queer baiting, but kind of Mm -hmm. they seem to make him more just like effeminate than he seemed to be in the other one and more like these people are going to be their caricatures like this is the character of lilith so she's just going to act like what you what we this little this is her one note yeah this character is one note i think one note is a super good way to describe them based on your explanation whereas again in two they really felt like you just the first time you meet him, he had more character than I felt he did in a lot of in three, a lot of the characters, because you meet them as there's just this this kind of presence. That's why, again, you play through two and it really felt like I'm like, I'm happy. And so I am excited about the DLC. I love the love Lovecraftian style. It reminds me of the zombies in the first game, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. And um I don't care as much about Wainwright, but I'll at least be able to have fun making fun of him. Right. <laughs> and again, from the previous DLC, it was short, sweet, to the point, but well-written, well-executed. There wasn't a lot of problems with it, and it was focused, which it needs to be. Right. And if they do the same thing, which it's seeming like they will, bringing back a character is cool. And give us the new weapons, and then hopefully after this one, they'll give us a decent level up instead of three. Yeah, that was that one really pissed me off. Yeah. What do you three, mean, like uh, like they level, gave us three levels? Level level went from cap? fifty okay. to fifty-three. I understand why That's though. An odd choice. <laughs> well, th- there's a reason. They're worried about the balance. Mm-hmm. If they gave you more than three, you could get a second last tier skill. Okay. So that would make. Yeah. Big power jumps in characters. Zane would be broken in a heartbeat if they oh, did yeah. that. Right. Which in a heartbeat. I actually kind of broke him. Oh, really? Yeah, because in Moxies, there's a mod that drops that anytime you deal damage, you have a chance to activate your kill skills. And your kill skills are increased by 
So I have my clone and my drone going out and every time they're hitting, they're activating it and they have a thing that increases their duration. So I'm just watching their bars go like this up and That's down awesome. and they last the entire fight. And any one of my kill skills is I get 40% extra damage and it can stack. So basically I'll be hitting someone and it goes and then they die instantly. And I'm like, I'm really happy right now. Right. So where do I find this? It's called seeing dead and it drops a like i got like 20 of them i went through the dlc twice with zane and did not find one w- were you playing on mayhem no play on first... mayhem 3 i'll do that tonight. that's what we've been doing we've been on mayhem and maybe it's easier in co-op maybe Could a little be. bit i play with but... one of my friends a lot yeah. so me and him will probably go on to mayhem 3 or 4 tonight. mayhem don't do 4 <laughs> Oh, four, wait. four is a massive difficulty jump. You go from like 150% bonus to a thousand. I know, it's huge. They take away so the negative loot. modifiers, but I mean, three still makes a huge difference. You're, you're 500% in, in the loot bonus, which does make a difference. And I, yeah, do mayhem three should be good. Four, it's nice to not have the negative modifiers, but you get 750% extra on the, the loot drops, but they have like a thousand percent health. Thousand percent armor, thousand percent shields. We're like, we're gonna go in this and be easy, man. We were like, we're like, we gotta bring it down because we could not. We were like doing everything in our to fight off one bandit. Well, let's. Do you have uh, an lob from Grave Ward? It just got buffed last night. Uh, no. Oh no. I. Yeah, we've kind of just been playing with some of the stuff that we've gotten from the DLC. Like, I got an Ion Cannon, which is lovely. She got the Duke Nukem rocket launcher, which is really fun. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, there's one gun that I got from it that I've been loving. There's an SMG that you get from the Valentine's Day thing that's really good. So that's kind of what we've been running with. But yeah, if you go through that DLC, you got to do Mayhem 3, and you should get a lot of drops of it. It's a legendary, and it has been the best for Zane by a long shot. I'll do that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the future of Borderlands a little bit yes. here. Because uh, what we have uh, on the screen here is the roadmap mm-hmm. for the content update for Borderlands 3. And in light of games as a service becoming a larger thing since the drop of Borderlands 2. So, like, games like Destiny, Mm. and Destiny 2, that maybe didn't launch with as much content, but through DLC packs and paid content later uh, down the line, they've really become full-fledged games that are have have a lot of content to now explore. And Sometimes uh, you gotta pay a little too much. Agreed. And Siege is another one that, like, Fuck, there's a lot of people playing that game. That game is five years old, and it just hit its highest player total on Steam like two weekends ago. Rainbow Six, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. So, with that being such a huge thing, do you think that that's the future for Borderlands? I mean, you're saying how good the DLC is, and how good the main game maybe isn't. Is the main game more of a launch pad for them to provide you with more content and more detailed content than they were able to provide with the main game story. In a sense, like with how it is, that's the truth. Okay. I don't think that's what they were going for. (laughs) (laughs) As I stated, as I stated, the reason the DLC is so good, like the game itself, if you incorporate the planet side missions and story probably has about 40 hours worth of content. If you get through it quickly, like it took us a long time to get through about 
halfway of the game and then I'm like, I'm done with the side quests because we're going to do them again. And she's like, yeah. yeah, let's just go. And then we went quicker. Sure. But the first beginning, our characters are at 106 hours. Wow. Yeah. Um. So you take 40 to 50 hours of content on a team that can't handle it that well, mm-hmm. give them five hours, five to 10 hours of content, which we went through it slower because we're just enjoying it. Yeah. You're going to get that focus that's needed on a much smaller scale. That's why I think it's way better because, again, it's focused. Yeah. And that's all it really needed because you just have these tendrils out of things that don't work. And some side missions are good. Some aren't. But then everything in the DLC was good. There were really funny. Every side mission I enjoyed. There was not a bad one. The story was pretty enjoyable. The boss fights were way more fun, and they almost made fun of the boss fights because, like, the last one is kind of making fun of the invincibility phases. And I'm like, thank you. Right. They have acknowledged that they know that this (laughs) – Hopefully. You know, players had an issue with it. And – Hopefully. They are very much taking in what fans are saying, which is good. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff, people are like, this is a problem, and they tend to fix it. Right. So the Mayhem 2, I'm really excited because Mayhem, they definitely made it better because they did some hot fixes to kind of fix drop rates and stuff because it used to not be as good. Is that competitive multiplayer? No, Mayhem is a modifier. Like there's a thing where when you beat the game once, you do Vault Hunter mode, which is you start the game over and it's basically way harder, but you get way better stuff. That's how you get your max level loot. Sure. Then there's a little box that you can turn on on your ship that's called Mayhem Mode. One, two, three, four. And it basically is like, okay, if you do this, enemies have increased health, shields, and armor. And then there's extra modifiers, which are random all the time. There's usually about – it depends upon which thing you're running. But in Mayhem 3, it's 100 – I think it's 150% extra on the three things. And then you get these random modifiers. The one I hate the most – is often it'll be like enemies are 50% less to normal bullets, minus 50% on assault rifle. I'm like, I'm doing no damage. Right. right. But that's it's just modifiers. Yeah. And But you get a massive, massive extra drop in loot, iridium, and XP. Okay. And it's worth the challenge. It's playing at three, it's not too hard. It is really frustrating, but it's kind of to the point of like, this is a challenge we can handle, and it has made my wife a way better gamer, for nice. sure. Because- Luckily, she's not bad. Yeah. You know, sometimes it could be like you might have someone who's like really bad. And you're like, I have to play with you. You're you're doing fine. No, she's gotten <laughs> way better. I used to have to be fine. like, yeah. You're doing fine, honey. <laughs> other games we were playing, I'd be like, okay, make sure you're doing this. the other this. way around, around with <laughs> about, Rachel. About. She's like, you're doing fine, Ryan. Just, <laughs> that is Come great. on. We <laughs> but, can do it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll keep in, you alive, honey. Yeah, it's okay. I'll keep you alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can do in, it. In the beginning of this, I kind of gave her a little tips because I'd played it before. Yeah. But then once she's like, I don't want to die. And so she does her stuff. Like in some of the other games, I'd be like, you need to use these skills. You need to do this. You need to do that. And then she's gotten to the point to when she is like bossing. And for a huge chunk of the game, she was way better than me. Yeah. Because her character is Flack and he is a much better medium build than Zane. Zane is really like structured. But once I got that mod... I like shot way above her and I'm like, I'm just wrecking people. Right, right. Um, so I lost my train of thought. You were explaining why you were excited mayhem, for Mayhem. Mayhem, that's mode right. Yes. 2.0. I'm excited for it to, they haven't said a lot about what it is, but any update is good because they yeah. have 
every update to Mayhem has been exclusively through feedback. Okay. They've followed what people have said and have really been changing. So I'm really excited for that. Revenge of the Cartel sounds cool because they already learned from what everybody hated about the Halloween event. When okay. they did the Valentine's Day, you could turn it off and it was just like in its little event. It wasn't annoying. It wasn't overplaced everywhere and just because the Halloween event was a month and it completely changed the game and made it so much harder. Yeah. Because every enemy you fought, you almost had to fight twice. Because every okay. time you kill them, a ghost pops out, and then you got to kill that. You got some really good loot, but it was way harder than it was supposed to be. And everybody's like, oh, this is frustrating. And they've already learned from that. So the next one, I think, is same thing. They are, they're very much learning quickly. And it's kind of like, okay, we understand the, 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 the main game wasn't so great. We'll really work on doing the next bit. Mm-hmm. And well, then, that is kind of exciting because I would like to play a version of Borderlands that I like. So, what that, have you played? I've played through some of one, and I started two. Okay. So, uh, according to the last guy that we had on the podcast that talked about Borderlands, he was saying that he felt like this one plays better than either of those two games. I would agree. So, that's the part that I haven't liked is the way that the yeah. shooting feels in one and two. Um, so I, I would want to play a Borderlands that I like. If you get a good build, which it's pretty easy to do, Mm -hmm. like, cause people have builds and builds and builds. And then I followed a couple and then kind of mod them here and there. Yeah. But it does play and feel the best other than the fact that it, it, it kind of runs like ass. It, it, it's, I'm like, what are you playing on? Uh, PS4 pro. Okay. And with the split screen, it brings it down a little bit, but it's one of those things of like, this game should not run like ass. It's right. not this beautiful masterpiece. It's a cell shaded game. <laughs> right. right. And it's, but, um, yeah, no, it's, it, it feels, I would say the best. Cause even in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to go back to two. Cause to me, it's really hard to get through the story of two because it's so impactful. It's like, and it's long. Yeah. The, the second one is really long and I'm like, man, I don't want to just, Go through it again, whereas three is like, we're just getting new stuff. And I'd say I would agree with, again, the gameplay is 90% of why it's enjoyable. Yeah. Everything else is very much not great. Like almost all of the new characters, except in the DLC, they brought in. Right. Well, they brought in one new character who's like the the bad guy, because at first I thought the character who you're kind of helping was new, but apparently he's from the pre-sequel. Okay. But- you do most of it with Moxie because it's Moxie's blah, 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 jackpot. And it was way better. I love the characters, the script, everything about it was so good. So I think as they just keep going through the DLCs and can have focus on that script and story and the weapons and the stuff that they come in, it, it's it's good. I'm very excited about the future. I think I have it's it's very much going up. It's not it's not going down. I don't have doubts. I have hope. Wow. On that uh, last picture that you had up, uh, it was just uh, showing the future of Borderlands. Um, It was missing one thing. Uh, We do know one thing about DLC 3. Okay. Outlaws and dinosaurs. I would be okay with dinosaurs. I I like dinosaurs a lot. They had had a uh, thing out. It was pretty much just like that one, but it had DLC 3 and DLC 4 in there. Okay. DLC 4 just said... Coming soon. Yeah. DLC 3 had coming soon, 
Outlaws and Dinosaurs. That'll and like that'd that'd be all right. And yeah, it was accompanied with a screen art of what looks like coal on a dinosaur. All right. Hmm. I'm on board with Wait. that. That sounds like some Wild coal? West dinosaur shit. From uh, Eden 6 when you're uh, taking over the town again. Oh, is he like Cole? Was he the guy who you I work with? Might be misremembering his name. I don't think it's Cole. <laughs> but it's the guy who Wainwright sends you to Cole. work with, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. He's one of the characters that's good. He's in it for about five minutes. But <laughs> yeah. He's very enjoyable. <laughs> he's there for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. I can't remember his name. All right. But he's awesome. Yeah. Last bit of Borderlands chat here. We've got some news. The Borderlands movie director. Wants to cast cosplayers and murder them brutally, according to GameSpot. That would be so, fantastic. Okay. Uh, the guy, the hostile director, Eli Roth, is the guy that is going to direct Borderlands, the movie. Uh, he appeared at with Gearbox at PAX East in Boston. Um, and let's see, we got a quote from him down here. So starting off, he did his best Boston accent. You really need to watch the full video for the complete effect. Here's what he said. He says, dude, it's fucking wicked awesome to be here. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm not going to do a Boston accent. I got fucking wicked hammered last night. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So what does he say about Borderlands? I do want to say one person like responded to him saying, I'm doing it. Yeah. With who they thought should play the four. Okay. And it is really good. All right. They you have, have that um, here. Go yes. ahead. Yeah. Hit it. It's uh, Ana de Armas as Lilith, who's the chick from Blade Runner 2049. Okay. Yep. Um, and also a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Pedro Pascal as um, Mordecai, which to me is just. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Idris Elba as Roland, which I also kind of like. He might be a little old, but other than that. And then the best choice for Brick, freaking Dave Batista. Oh, nice. yeah. Which yeah. 100%. I'm like. That Dude. character get some lug nuts like on his fist. Perfect yeah. brick. Yeah, I'd be on board with that. That sounds yeah. like a pretty good cast. Um, and I mean, if they do follow the first game, they could pretty easily improve on the story. Oh yeah, because there's not much there, and if you improve on it, just keep the feel. I think it'd be pretty good. So uh, Roth stressed that it's very early days for the Borderlands movie. He says, "I'm so excited to do something." I think the movie is going to be great. We're just getting started, and there's nothing to share yet. So report it. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> there's nothing. nothing to nothing to see here. Uh, but that's cool that they're doing it at all. I think yeah. more games should get movie adaptations, and we've seen it be able to work in Sonic. Yeah, uh, recently Sonic was Sonic. actually like, who's actually uh, seen Sonic here? I haven't seen it. Nope, but nope. Detective Pikachu was pretty good. Dude, I saw it. Yeah, I was thoroughly impressed. Nice. They did the the one thing that they did the best is always these movies bring in the human character of like yeah you got to have the human character yeah and sometimes the way they do it it doesn't work very much worked he was likable it was fun jim carrey was like god of the movie everything he said was just pure gold he was so funny and totally worth seeing really fun and oh my gosh that movie would have bombed so bad had they not fixed sonic i yeah for yeah. sure yeah. his character is charming and adorable 
And if he looked like whatever the fuck they made before, (laughs) I would have been like, this is awful. All right. We're going to take a break here. We will be right back with some news. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm also Chris. And together we do a comedy podcast called Cooking with Grief. Each week we dive into four surprising facts about anything from science to history to the weird world we live in, making jokes about all of it as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also find us on Twitter at Cooking with Grief. No G on cooking. Glitter, apparently, is so unique that it can be effectively used as forensic evidence. The Bank of England's chief economist has urged to start using people's Spotify playlist as a way of measuring the economy. In China, Avengers has been translated as Fulian, or Women's Federation. Not only did the Russians capture the uh, Crimean Peninsula, they also captured some Ukrainian military dolphins. In Pinocchio, when the film becomes a real boy, in the original it ends with a cat and a fox hanging him from a tree. (laughs) Scientists have wiped a snail's memory. And Slytherin's going, can we have an extensive series of tunnels sort of wide enough to fit a giant people-killing snake? Where do you fall on the, uh, on the scone-scone debate? Scone, obviously. Oh, I love scone. So, what have you got to lose? Give us a try. Nothing to lose but your sweet, precious time. Yeah, that's true. Alright, and we're back from break, everybody. We're gonna jump right into the news time! This is about Xbox stuff. Um, Xbox. It actually also is kind of about Switch stuff. So popular YouTube channel Linus Tech Tips shows Project X Cloud running on hacked Nintendo Switch thanks to Lineage OS. So I thought this was super fucking cool. And I want. I want. I want. It's, it's awesome. Um, so they uh, installed Android on the Switch. And downloaded Project X Cloud through the Android store. And now they've tricked the, uh, tricked the Switch into thinking it's an Android tablet, basically. And super fucking cool. Would that uh, kind of maybe give it a bit more power or? No, you're Is power- it just fun because, well, hey, my Switch is running Xbox? That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. So in the in Project X Cloud, you are just streaming it anyways, and Project X Cloud can stream to any Android phone or tablet right <laughs> now. I was playing on Borderlands 2 in his living room while I was waiting for him to shower. <laughs> he was. Today. <laughs> um, but it also gives you, like, this is also nice because the Nintendo Switch's Joy-Cons are more or less better to use than some of the solutions so yeah. far that we've gotten for uh, Android uh, actual controllers. Yeah, per- peripherals. peripherals. So, my peripherals. Um, I kind of want to hack my Switch to do this. but Don't brick it. But Right, exactly. Get I a don't, spare Switch. I don't want to <laughs> brick it. And it's only, you can only even do it on some Switch models because of I guess certain our, firmwares. Our and stuff models like that. would be the ones that would be on because we have well, you have the, the older launch, ones. Switch, right? I didn't get it at launch. No, no. I'll, I'll, tell you close, close, but... I'll tell you what. I'll go on eBay. I'll find one. Get it just so you can do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, All right. You, that can, doesn't sound like I'm out any money. Can you do that for me, too? <laughs> we, we need to switch. <laughs> My wife has been asking for one. I'm like, no, we have no money. No. I'm not saying you can keep it. I'm just saying oh, I, okay. I want a portable Xbox platform. <laughs> I have no idea how to do stuff like okay. that. Okay. So what? by we, he meant he. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would give it to him as a way to play xCloud games. Um, so yeah, th- this is just super cool that this is even possible. I'll link to this in the show notes. Uh, you can watch the video. It's, it's fucking amazing. I'm super stoked about it. I had, I was hoping that like natively because the Android or sorry, the switch allows the installation of apps, um, and you can download them from the Nintendo store, but the only one on there so far is, like, Hulu. Hulu, yeah. Like, I don't think there's a YouTube app. I don't think there's a, a Netflix app. Hulu was there at launch and has been one of the only apps available for the Switch. Whereas, like, the Wii Not had surprising. a lot of apps. <laughs> like, you know, you could use the Wii as a streaming media device. Sure. So, it's weird to, like, not see Nintendo embrace that part of the switch and they talked about it uh during launch like having the hulu be the only app available they're like well yeah we're just focused on the games so i mean yeah the 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 interesting thing with nintendo is they're just kind of gonna do whatever and not (laughs) care because they're one of the people that can do it but do you think nintendo would block the because the uh, they the definitely streaming, would not have it natively to the have streaming the, the, app, the Xbox thing. The streaming app for Android, anyways, is just an app. Like it can yeah. run on any Android phone that Microsoft puts it on. So, do you? Th- we've had collaborative stuff between Microsoft and Nintendo before. What do you guys think? Can we get? I this want collab? it. I want it. I want it. It'd be cool, but I don't think they'd do it. Okay. It's definitely one of those things. Thanks for shitting on my dreams, Phil. I mean, again, it's a cool idea, but you gotta think, (laughs) are they really? Because then it's like, who's gonna buy, you know, Doom on the Switch when you can just stream it? Mm, fuck yeah you're right and i mean them third parties are selling like oh, they're raking cakes. they're Woo! raking in cash on all those fucking <laughs> ports you're totally right there i, I kind of forgot about the, that the thing i'm most surprised about is freaking witcher how i don't know how right i don't know how it runs yeah. on the it was funny though there's a youtuber who i watch beat him ups he's australian okay and think it was it was er, it was last year because at e3 he did a fake e3 video or a nintendo direct Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he was just making all these so fake and like over the top and one of them was witcher on switch oh my god (laughs) and And he's like oh my gosh and he's like in case you guys don't get this is a joke because the last one was like some horrible wee pony game (laughs) it looked so bad he's like oh my gosh is this like breath of the way he's freaking out about it and he's like hey guys by the way this is really fake (laughs) Like, really, really fake. Yeah. And then it actually came out, and he's like, I didn't think it would work, but it did. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, during the break, Philip, you mentioned also that you want to talk about the uh, specs for the next Xbox, because we got some specs yeah. revealed, and we got some details about yeah. some backwards compatibility stuff yeah. that we had kind of touched on on last week's episode. It's not the next box. It's this Xbox Series X. Man, you know how much better a name would be next yeah, box? Yeah, that's is, <laughs> it's my favorite of the names that we thought of. That would have been so much better uh-huh. and would kind of make sense. <laughs> Can I just get the next box, please? Yeah. Yes. 
I get that on a t-shirt it's for like, you. What is, it's like <laughs> it's like freaking Microsoft and Nintendo both had the same day of coming up with ten dumb names. Xbox Series X and new Nintendo 3DS. Do you want the 3DS? Yes, I want the new I one. I want the new one. You want a new 3DS? No, I want new, new 3DS. <laughs> what? I want it to be new, but I also want it to be new, new. I which new, I will new. say that new one was awesome. Yeah. That power, big difference. Um, so yeah, we got some details on what's under the hood and usually like, this is weird because this was just tweeted out. Yeah. And it was a lot of information. Yeah, it was a lot of information that they just were like, uh, okay, today's the day. Here we go. Put this out here. Um, I think they wanted to get it before everybody was scared of the coronavirus. So (laughs) it wasn't even a or anything. I know it as was, far no. as I know, like the no, Xbox Twitter was just a huge yeah. page yeah. of just hey, yep. here's everything about here's the some Xbox. details on the Shit. Xbox Series X. So and then the stock market crashed. Yeah, fourteen <laughs> or four, 12, 12 teraflops, oh, whatever the wrong. fuck the, I, I was, yeah, I swear that it was even 14. means. Sixteen gigs of uh, RAM, thirteen gigs guaranteed to developers. Uh, it will have an NVMe SSD, so that is the newest version of SSD. So that's not. That's a step further than just flash memory. So that is the fastest version of SSD that they make right I now. I hope that that doesn't have some issues and then also the pricing and size. Pricing and size is going to be huge, right? So they didn't say how big of storage that These will be. These guys have got to be terabyte. I you just, can't start out with the 500. I just bought one of those SSDs for my laptop. I'm holding it in my hand. This is a one terabyte uh, NVMe SSD, and it was $134, and that was very near the cheapest that I could find a terabyte version of that particular one. Hmm. Now, a terabyte is not very much space. Uh, it's better than 500, though. It's better than 500, but also when games are 50 gigs, yeah. and you run them natively from your SSD storage, or will run them natively from your storage, like... What the fuck? That's 10 games that will fit maybe and it won't even you won't even have a terabyte cuz some of that'll be console yeah. uh OS yeah. and all that stuff. And I mean even when so, you get it a terabyte no matter what there's still the programming on the thing so you're getting about like 900. Right. Right. And then if you take into account that the video output of the new console will be 8K and when we started last generation we didn't even have 4K. Yeah. Which like, I'm hoping that Fucking they focus a. a bit more on getting us a solid, like a nice, solid-looking, very pretty 4K that's above 30 frames right. or potato. Or potato. Because, like, right. they're like, 4K, 4K, 4K. I'm like, just get us better frame rates. Well, and Phil Spencer has came out and said, like, he's more focused on the the frame rate and, like, the feeling of the play. Yeah the playing of the game rather than just focusing on is this 8k visuals which Uh, i will say i I do hope that everything that they're saying is honest i'm hoping that there's none like oh we're focusing on this but that's kind of just them saying i will say for my opinion because my kind of interest in xbox has not been much and Mm -hmm. pretty much my last big page on the xbox was their horrid flop at the first e3 where they kind of shot themselves really bad in the foot and thus kind of gave the PS4 that generation. And this is a huge turnaround, which 
in the end is good. I am not really an Xbox player. I don't hate it, but I'm bigger on Sony. Right. But the better one does, the better the other has oh, absolutely. to do. So yeah, I mean, competition, competition. competition is good for the consumer, for yeah. sure. And I mean, you can't really doubt. I mean, the, the, the PS4 is one of the top selling consoles yeah, of all time. Absolutely. And it was like two to one of the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And it's good that they're not doing something stupid again. <laughs> yeah. I I think it's weird, though, like... So we've got the name of the next Xbox. Uh, we know the name, you know, PS5, obviously. Yeah. We, we don't have to guess about the name yeah. for the new PlayStation. But do you think it's The next weird? station. Yeah, the next. <laughs> this is going to be the one time they actually change the yeah. recipe for it. Uh, do you think that we will get any information? Because I'm not... Um, obviously, I have Xboxes. I don't have any PlayStation. Has there been any rumors or like a time frame for Every information? Every day, on the- there's a different Is confirmed okay. day of when they're going <laughs> to announce stuff. <laughs> obviously, I mean, it's going to be soon because I don't know. Do you were- think that a Microsoft is trying to force Sony's hand here? I like could by say tweeting maybe. this out and I mean, saying like, "Hey, here's what our box is. Yeah. Put your shit out." <laughs> like, I'm sure that's part of it, and then it could also just be they just want to say. And I mean, heck, this they said this right before the stock market crash, so it's good on them. <laughs> um, my hope is that this will bring them out because they were. It was very obvious, and I think they even said they were waiting for pricing and stuff to see what yeah. Xbox does, which. Right. We smart. don't necessarily have yet. We don't really have pricing yeah. yet, but I will say it was kind of smart. That's one smart thing that they've done, which they went E3 after Xbox. And so they were able to be like, oh, we can change a couple things real quick. So they're probably going to do the same thing with this, where they'll change a few things and be like, this is what we're going to do. But hopefully, because I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. know. Yeah. And I want them to give some pre-order right. dates because right. I'll finally have money to get it. Yep. Which, which. I need to have a small side note because this was a huge victory for me. The last time I was on the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't know if it made it in, but I did mention it, was The Last of Us 2 Collector's Editions. They brought back a one? second run of the Ellie and I got one. All right. Awesome. I was at work. Nice. Nine in the morning. My stomach hurt. And I'm like, come on, come on, come on. And I was waiting. And they're like, it's going to be best by Amazon, blah, 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 blah. And so I'm like, I'll get it on Amazon because they don't charge you immediately. Right. And Amazon didn't do it until 11, which it sold out like instantly. So I'm like, fuck it. And I went to GameStop and I'm like, do, 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 got it. And that confirmation email came in. I'm like, ah, and everybody's <laughs> like, oh, GameStop doesn't charge you e- either. And I'm like, oh, good. Win, win. <laughs> so until it actually win. comes out. But yeah, no, I have the Ellie edition pre-ordered. I am. That was. That's awesome. I man. was never happier in my life. Congratulations. So, <laughs> so yeah. on the, on the, on the 12 teraflops thing, I wanted to, so you get a perspective of what teraflops mean okay so the series x is 12 teraflops right okay the gamecube <laughs> <laughs> let's go wait how far back are we going here Trust? can so, we just go to so like the super nintendo you take, you take 1276 and a half gamecubes duct taped together Offered the theoretical pre- peak performance of eleven point nine nine teraflops. Well, let's awesome. just I let's saw just build picture that. on Twitter and That's it was great. awesome. I mean, why why get an Xbox? Yeah, let's I'm just getting duct tape eleven thousand games. Eleven eleven hundred. Oh, eleven hundred GameCubes. Let's get a thousand GameCubes and be like, hey, here's your next. We should all get GameCubes. What do we even do? I love GameCube. That was like 
the best thing ever. It was. Just, it was built like a rock. The <laughs> controller was comfortable. It was fun. Everything was caught. It was just perfect. And then Nintendo needs to make a GameCube 2. So uh, this article that we're reading here about these specs calls out that the Xbox One X had six teraflops. Yep. Because that's a measurement that we're going by now. So that is... 12 teraflops is 12 trillion floating point operations per second is what that means. So am I supposed sure. to understand yeah, I what also, that means? In short, <laughs> that means a console vastly superior to anything on the market, according to this Windows Central article. And it says potentially surpassing the GeForce RTX 2080 Super PC card, which I looked up and currently runns for... About, uh, yeah, $800. You can get this one for $541. Uh, that's not a super card, though. So now I know that they did recently give information that the PS4 has cost $450 to produce. Yes, correct. Have they think we done anything on the time. Xbox's cost? I no. haven't seen anything about what the Xbox cost to produce yet. I think they're still, they're still talking about is putting this stuff is They're worried that this might be hitting to like the $600 range with what it's got. If, if so far the rumored specs of the PS4, because we still don't know, right. is that it's less than this, but they're probably going to change it to make it better. And that's at 450 mm-hmm. If this is sitting better than what the PS5 was doing and that was 450 this thing's got to be at least... 500 more to produce. I, I, I'm wondering what we're going to hit, which, well, again, a $600 console isn't the worst thing now. Right. It was paid, when yeah. in the PS3 yeah, era. I think I sure. paid that for my Xbox One, right? Mm-mm. What was for it? Xbox, Xbox One was 500, right? Launch edition yeah. with the Kinect launched at 500. Okay. And it then felt like a lot. The Scorpio also yeah. launched at 500. The Project Scorpio Xbox One X launched at 500, obviously, stands yeah. a Kinect. Um, so they cut the connect and took the price immediately down to 400 for the Xbox one fucking dumbest mistake they ever made. I love the connect. I use it all the time. There's cool things about it, but also like it's still not like the seller. Right. Yeah. No, it's not. I I will say though, it is, it, it, (laughs) the funny thing is the dumb thing I use it for is just dance. Yeah. (laughs) Which (laughs) I, it's way better than the PlayStation camera for tracking that specifically. Yeah, yeah, like, I still sure. think yeah. if you did the like the the Beat Saber or whatever with with the wands, you know. Yeah. Which, yeah. So, um, the, so they called out that this the processor that's in the new Xbox, the Xbox Series X, is four times as powerful as the one in the Xbox One X. So they are removing that bottleneck because that was a really big knock against yeah. the xbox one was the processor yeah. speed just wasn't there i mean heck that's what kind of is killing my computer right right um so moving on to Ooh. some of the details about the backwards compatibility uh and the load times the what we were focused on last week was like how would backwards compatibility work would you have to buy multiple versions of games um, and they did address some of that in their Twitter postings as well. And they were responding to people who are asking questions. They do that every once in a while. That was pretty yeah. cool. Um, let's still upset. We... They never responded to me. <laughs> Someone had an answer. Jerks. So, uh, the Xbox series X obviously is going to play all Xbox one games and be backwards compatible, but they talked about the, 
specifically addressed the issue of having to possibly buy multiple games. And Phil Spencer came out and said that Microsoft, as a publisher and the console maker, is going to afford the ability for other publishers to update uh, their games with, so you will buy the game one time on Xbox. And if other publishers allow it, you will be able to get an updated version of that game on whatever console you play that game on. Basically, so, like if you bought the Xbox One version, it would be you'd be able to play the Xbox the Series X, X version. Series X. Gosh, yeah, I'm I know losing myself right there. I know. The, nope. the next box. I'm just, we're just going to call it next box because that's so much easier. Okay. You get the Xbox One, you can then have the next box version just there. It was like sm- oh, smart delivery. Yeah. Now, people did jump really hard on that smart delivery. They're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm like, it's cool, but they're still giving them the option. Yeah. Just like, are there going to be some but cheap they skates? Can't, like, they can't force that from game publishers right that's like, what i'm saying like i mean you're gonna you can force act you're you think you're gonna force activision and ea's hand no, like they're, they're ea gonna, like, is gonna fuck you as hard as they can yeah. at every we, turn we feel that you get pride in buying your next box version we cannot <laughs> give it to you for free <laughs> have some gamer pride spend that money so yeah they're calling this smart Surprise delivery on xbox series x um, and this Newsweek article says it allows players to pay once for a game exclusives uh, like Xbox Game Studio titles, including Halo Infinite, are ensured that players will have to only buy the game one time. So um, we're, we're definitely vibing in the way that the Xbox in-house developers will be doing this smart delivery. Yep. And, and all I'm, of that is also going to come to Game Pass. Yeah. Which is fucking mm-hmm. amazing. I also I cyberpunk, have to buy any more games, cyberpunk right? had. Uh, oh respond, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Which was interesting. Yeah, CD Project they Red first came out said, said that they that. weren't going to do anything. They did for... absolutely. They said we're, we're not doing a next gen no, version. No, we don't no, have fucking no, time no, for that. No, no. and, and then like, they pushed it back now, though. Now you're going to get the pass. You're going to get it. We're, we love you. We but love you, fans. They said not at launch though. Like they said that. Um, well, the game's launching before the new consoles correct. come out. So. so they said that you will get a next gen version, but not immediately. Yeah, they're they're, and they're, they're gonna allow you to do launch. the smart delivery. Yeah. This sounds a lot like what uh, Bungie did with Destiny when it came out on 360 just before right. the one launched. Yeah, uh, they said if you own the digital version of three, the 360 version, you can get the Xbox One version totally free. Yeah, there was a smattering. Ghosts. Ghosts got it oh. too. There was a handful of games that got it. Like they got both versions, but since 2013, they're making this as a service. Exactly. Yeah. Since 2013, games have gone increasingly more digitally in that direction in terms of where the purchases are happening. Which all I can hope is that this will then pass on to being in PlayStation, because then they'll just be. Because then it'll also make the publishers fight to get these these upgrades. Because if they're both doing it, they're like, well, Sony's not doing it, so we don't have to do it. But if Sony does it, then they're like, oh, we got to do it on both because they're going to be fighting and everybody's right. going to be like, do it. What I can't wait for, and I hope we get it in the next generation, is buying a game, the collector's edition of a game, and just getting the digital version. Like, don't send me the game. Gears of, four, Gears of War 4 had a collector's edition that you could get the digital code with and that was the one that I bought because I want all the dumb physical shit and all of the statues, but I don't want a physical game. 
I don't like you. <laughs> I I no, want to I, like I I, say, I'm in your boat. I want like the Ellie version yeah, of yeah. Uh, I would Last say of if, Us, but I if, don't want. If I would say like if they did both, because I like physical copies. Mm-hmm. There might be some people who don't. I do. There might be especially some, there might be some people that especially don't. Especially steel books. <laughs> I love me steel some books. Steel look books look good. You're totally right there. I'll give you that. That was the best thing. They look thing. really, really good. That was the best thing I got when I worked at GameStop for a couple months. <laughs> Way back in the back, they had a steel book for Last of Us. And I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, if you want to just make a fake, like you can make out one of their little yeah. fake boxes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, if you do that, then yeah, you can have it. And I did. So I have the steel book that I didn't buy. Awesome. And it's so cool. Well, I, I've awesome. done that a couple of times with games where I bought from GameStop and they like, they like open the drawer and they're like, okay, fake this, fake, or, you know, fake box, fake box, fake box. And I'm like, I want that one. <laughs> and, um, I did it with, uh, the, um, Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to play Infinite Warfare. I wanted to play Modern Warfare. If you, Went to GameStop at a, at the right time. It was cheaper to buy Infinite Warfare that came with Modern Warfare than to buy the Modern Warfare from the digital store. <laughs> I think I paid twenty dollars or less, and I got both games. And the it was like the collector's edition box. Yeah, and I didn't have to do anything. There you go. I did, I did the same thing with Black Ops Two. Yeah. I was I was just going through my disc, just screwed up, and I went back to GameStop. Hey, you know, can I get a copy of Black Ops Two? Flipping through the little thing, and I'm like, I see that steel one. Can I get that one? Yep. Yeah, here you go. Give got a really a nice version. You got jerks. a really fancy uh, Black Ops <laughs> Two steel case. I have that. I, I I bought the the care package. Oh, I did get the steel book for Resident Evil Two. Nice. That. I'll say that's one thing that these collector's editions have done that I like is most of them give you like an actual sealed copy of the regular case and then you get a separate steelbook, which I like because then I can display the steelbook right. and then keep my game Still in the plastic one yeah. and take it in out. Borderlands didn't do that, but I'm like, eh. it's in my console almost all the time because that's all my wife will play. <laughs> Man, what what is it going to take to get you to embrace the digital future, Philip? Nothing. Nothing? I it takes nothing. I like it takes nothing. No, nothing will. <laughs> Every okay. I mean, I know that no, nothing will. Like, cause I, I, it's just nice to have a physical copy, and like nothing beats to me opening the shrink wrap. I on do a brand miss new the game. smell of the case. Yeah. Like, it's so weird to Taking say that. that but just plastic like, wrap off. Yep. Yeah. And then the I, smell of that oh, pressed yes. plastic. Because it's just it's new, and you're just like opening that plastic is like a rite of passage as a gamer yeah yeah and that's a big thing why i don't like buying used because you don't get that feel but my like my sister is 12 years younger than me she may not even recognize that can that that smell if they put it in candle form yeah like that new game smell if i could get that in a candle then you have failed as a brother (laughs) but like failed as a gamer brother it's so it's so convenient to have it electronically i do get digital like don't yeah. doubt me i do get digital because sometimes the sales oh are insane, and the sales yeah but if sure. it's something that i really want yeah yeah and then for the longest time it was so easy to make a switch because i was doing freaking best buy back when they had the gamers club nice so i could yeah. get a brand new game and yeah, save like deal. 15 dollars 30 bucks for two years 20 percent off it was insane mm-hmm. yeah 
And then they canceled it. And then Amazon became well, assholes about it, too. Because yeah. they're like, well, now the Best Buy's not doing it. We're just going to give you a little code, you know, bitch. And everybody's like, why, Amazon? You could have been nice, but whatever. No. No. It's about making money. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, Troy can attest to this. Like, I have all of his physical copies yeah. of his games. <laughs> yeah. I gave Every him one of them. I respect you. Besides <laughs> I respect you. Besides yeah. those ones over the there. The ones over there. A lot of those Rachel bought. Uh, and those were are Rachel's games. I didn't get those. Formerly not backwards compatible, but most of them are now. So, and I own most of them digitally as well. So there's like really no reason for me to own physical media. I am so fucking lazy. I don't want to get out of ah, my... so it's pure laziness. It's, it's, it's absolutely okay. pure laziness. Like, I want to have all 300 games at my disposal. I don't know disposal. why, but that makes me understand, and then I, I respect you a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> to know that it's yeah. just laziness. It's not just being like, you know, digital's better. No, no I'm, I'm lazy. It's I'm lazy, absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to get up and change that it. That is understandable, because I know that feeling. <laughs> so like, if I get a game that I've already had as physical... And then, like, maybe it's down, like, I returned it, or I'm like, oh, I beat it. And then, yeah. you know, years down the line, it's 10 bucks digital. And it's like, well, I might play it. Yeah. Never do. No, you won't. Never do. Sure no, won't. But There's, you spent oh, that money. One game I need to get through is freaking Mad Max. Because uh, that's yeah. fun. It's it's one of the things that, like, it's clunky in a good way. Like it's I got, think most people yeah. would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, most people I talk to about it that actually like it kind of get that feel to where, like, it kind of fits. Yeah. It's not, it's more like I can tell that they were trying yeah. and it's good. It's just clunky because it just kind of is where it could be clunky just because it's bad. Yeah. But it, it, it just kind of feels good. I, I really like Rage 2 and I've seen comparisons I of need both to play of those it. games. I played um, the first one, which was weird. Yeah. First Way one's too weird. short. Yep. It Rage was 2 is fun. Rage 2 is pretty fun. I love the boomerang. Yep. That thing was Wing the best Wingsticks still got him in there. All right. We got to get out of here. Okay. You oh. guys ready to end this thing? Um, Sure. I guess. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. Not, okay. not really, but yeah. There's more news, but we'll have to get it next week. Unfortunately, we got to cut this. Come to St. Louis and play Pokemon with me. <laughs> yeah. Buy your tickets. They're still available. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> got him yeah alright this has been crazy train of thought episode whatever the fuck you're on uh, thank you so much for listening we've been the idiots of Ons. thank you Austin thank you Philip. thank yeah. you Troy I've been your host Ryan Wolf Woo. check out Woo. all of our social Woo. media links in the description below leave me alone have a good night <laughs> Hey-o. bye bye